Good morning. Hi, Ed Akers here with my 9.45 Sunday morning time of uplift for your week. I hope that today's treating you well already, and uh, here we are the first part of another week right here in mid-August as people are getting ready to go back to school here in the States, and people are winding down summer. Uh, once uh, 4th of July hits, boy, it just really winds down fast. I'm back here today, missed last week. Sorry I missed you. We uh, family vacation and uh, enjoyed our time away, but we're back today. And Pastor Brent's at the church here today, ready to preach, and the worship team's all geared up. And you have a chance to get to service today, get here. Uh, but I want to come to you for a little bit while this morning and talk about something I try to do when I'm on vacation. And oftentimes, I don't know about you, but when you go on vacation, you often come back and feel like you need a vacation. <laughs> you go and you try to take it all in and embracing those grandkids and family and times that we have with all of our family are so precious to us, we don't like to sit around and waste a moment of it. But in my season of life, vacations uh, mean rest for me. I like to rest a little more and not do so many activities. Maybe that's just my personality. But what I want to talk about today is the subject of rest. You know, sometimes when you go on vacation, you look for that restful place. It takes me a couple of days, not so much the last couple of years, but it used to take me a couple of days to wind my mind down, to get myself in a place where I was ready to kind of take a break. The kind of rest we all need isn't really just the physical rest. What we really need is we need that mental or soul rest, that inside turmoil that's always going in our mind, that the busyness of what needs to be done, the anxieties over tomorrow, the the thoughts about troubles and problems and struggles you're facing in your life are unavoidable. And they begin to create this chaos in our mind. When we talk about the soul in the scriptures, we are shown that the soul consists of and is comprised of the mind, the will, and the emotions. It's the very core of our mindset. It's what makes up our thoughts, our reasoning, our ability to communicate how we feel. This is our soul. It's the part that's animated within our body and allows us to process life here on this earth. And it's in that soul realm, the mind, the will, and the emotions, that it is very difficult to find rest in. Even if your body's at rest, your soul can be a great toil. The opposite of rest is toil. Toil means I something working, constantly churning inside. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I find that kind of emotional and thought rest to be elusive. And it seems to be far away. Even when I have opportunity to rest, I'll find myself getting busy with something that I feel is urgently needed to be done. Maybe that's not a problem for you, but for me, and maybe many others, it is. And so today I want to talk about this rest. I want to talk about the idea of rest and how to attain rest the way God has provided it for us. I would like to tell you that I'm telling you this today as a master of rest, that I've got a PhD in resting, but I don't. I still struggle with this. My mind is all over the place. When I was a child, um, we were just called hyperactive or, or busy, busy, busy-handed or busy-minded. We were 
uh, hyper kids. Today I might be diagnosed as ADHD or something, what I was as a child. I, my mind's everywhere. And uh, I don't believe that all those diagnoses are necessary. I'm old school that way. I think we can learn to embrace the strengths of how our minds operate and our specific soul the way that God created it. But that's another subject. Let's take on rest today. Let's stay on that. So let's talk about rest. So rest defined by the dictionary, the English dictionary is freedom from anxiety or labor or freedom from activity and labor, motionlessness, inactivity, and thirdly, peace of mind or spirit. At least Webster's dictionary still includes the spiritual rendering of this word. Peace of mind or spirit. Jesus started to talk about this with his disciples in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. In the New Living Translation, he says, Come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. We all know what it means to toil and to carry heavy burdens, especially mentally, especially in our soul. How we worry and fret and have anxieties, how we have regrets and thoughts, how we allow outside disturbances to come into our mind and cause chaos. We have a swirling emotion, a labor of thinking. And even when we try to rest and try to calm ourselves down, in the silence of aloneness, we find ourselves hearing voices, hearing things within our head that spin around and cause us to maybe take a little cat nap or a little physical rest, but we don't feel refreshed when we come up. The word rest in Matthew chapter 11 is a Greek word, anapeo, where you get the word pause from, that is root. And the word anapeo means to give rest, to give intermission from labor. Boy, is there times you just want to go time out? <laughs> intermission? I need a time out from this stress in my mind. My mind is just too busy. It's tax time, it's school time, it's Christmas time, it's money is due here, it's rent time, it's payment time, it's Decision time, it's my child's at trouble at school time, it's there's always a time to disrupt our rest. This is a challenge and creates stress and much of what we have physically wrong with us, much of the how we end our lives sometimes prematurely with stress can all be tied back to a mind that never takes a break. How can I help my mind Take a break from all this chaos. How can I get my life to calm down and get my mind to be calm? I might be able to calm the attitudes around me and turn the lights off and dim the lights and put some soft music on and create an atmosphere, but what happens in here? How do I live my life in an attitude of rest? Not a seven-day vacation rest, not a intermission the last 30 seconds, but how do I find a consistent rest? Hmm. Let's talk about that. I believe rest is difficult to get. Not only physical rest, but more importantly, and much more difficult, is the mental rest. How do I attain mental rest in my heart and mind? Jesus went on, and I'll read this from the Amplified Bible, in Matthew 11 and verse 29, he continues and he says, Take my yoke upon you, or my leadership, my guidance, my, my way of living. Learn from me, become my disciple, 
For I am gentle and humble in heart. In other words, he's patient with us. He's not trying to create chaos in our mind. He's trying to bring his peace to us. And you will find rest. Once you take his way of living upon you, once you allow him to teach you, you'll find rest. You won't get it by sitting down and deciding, I'm going to get rest today. You'll find it as you follow the Lord Jesus. The word rest here is further defined in the Amplified Bible as renewal and quietness. Wow. So Jesus says, if you do things my way, if you follow me, because I am a gentle teacher, I will take you to the place of rest and I will give you a renewing and a quieted heart. Your thoughts are in chaos constantly at work. They are in labor, even when your body is at rest. And we try all kinds of things, don't we? We use distractions, hobbies. We gather, we go on vacation, we try to run away. Some of you have even said recently, I wish I could just get away from all of this. I wish I could get away from the house, get away from the spouse, get away from the kids, get away from the work. I just want to get away from it all. And wherever you go, the problem is you will still be there. I found that wherever I am, there I am. <laughs> and I am the problem with the chaos. Now, these other factors are there. But how I'm processing them, how I'm focusing on them, how I'm thinking about them is upon me. I want to tell you something. You can control your thought life like you can control your physical diet. You can control what you meditate on, what you think on, what you focus on. If you don't take control of your thoughts, they will take control of you. And they will be thoughts that will be all sporadic and chaotic. We often use substances, drugs, alcohol, some sort of herbal substance, something, caffeine, anything to help calm down the anxieties in our mind. And they are temporary relievers and sometimes they are long-term problems. There's only one sure remedy, one sure remedy to I, you, all of us experiencing rest and peace. Isaiah 26.3, the New King James Version says, you, O Lord, will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. The New Living Translation puts it this way. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all those whose thoughts are fixed on you. So, how does your soul find rest? Number one, realize the Lord desires to give you soul rest. That he wants you to live in a state of restedness in your soul. There will be times when everything around you will seem chaotic, but your mind can be fixed to establish a rest, a resting place, not a resting moment, a resting place, a place where you are calm in the storm, a place where you are at peace when everything else is at war. It's not an easy place to attain unless you trust in the Lord to help show you this place. Secondly, quiet the outside non-necessary disturbances to your soul rest. There's a lot of things you get disturbed about 
by looking at the news, social media, reading, materials, hearing other people's thoughts and opinions and worries and problems, taking those and personalizing those to yourself creates within you a warring anxiety against the peace God has for you. So quiet the disturbances, turn them off, limit your interaction with negative sources that create disturbances in your mind. Number three, intake the Bible more and pray more. Now, this is where you, people can get very disturbed spiritually and feel guilty because a preacher says, pray more, read the Bible more, and when you don't, you begin to feel guilty. Praying more, reading the Bible more, are not uh, acts of actions that God is keeping score on to help you get into heaven or give you better accommodations when you get there. It's not a point system. Bible intake and prayer increases your peace, increases and establishes your joy, increases your maturity, and gives you something that nothing this world can give you. It gives you Christ. Knowing the Bible and praying to God and speaking with Him helps you to know about Him. It helps you to know Him. The more of this you practice, the more rest your mind will find. You will still have troubles, but you'll know the Bible. And when the Bible says, many are the afflictions of the righteous in the book of Psalms, but the Lord delivers him from them all. When you know the Bible, the warring word, many are the afflictions, finds peace in that, but he delivers them from them all. Maybe I should do a teaching on this, on peace and rest of mind this coming week. Expand this on a podcast. I'm excited today to know that God wants to give me peace, wants to give me rest. I can't find it going on a vacation. I can't find it just taking a nap. Temporary intermissions and relief. We should renew and refresh our bodies and our minds and our souls on activities that are healthy and pleasurable and godly. But I cannot find the place of rest until I find Jesus and follow his way. He will then lead me beside the still waters and he will restore my soul. I hope you find peace this week and rest. Find a way in the chaos, if life will not allow you to get away, steal away in your own heart with God. When I was training for ministry, I used to work in an x-ray department and then a cardiovascular department for 20 years. High stress environments, loved the job, but I was studying for ministry. I had a young family. I didn't have enough money to ever pay for anything it seemed like. I was trying to get involved in church. My mind was a plethora of unrest. It was just one thought after the other after the other. Finally, I decided the only time I could really steal away because I had family obligations, young kids, life, school, activities, church. We never really had a day without something. I decided that my lunch times at work, I would go to the meditation room, take my Bible, and spend my half-hour lunch praying and reading. Not to study for ministry, not to uh, 
show that I was holy. Most people didn't know I was doing this. I quit going to lunch with people. I basically fasted my lunch during the week, and I would spend that 30 minutes in the, in the hospital chapel. There, I found the freedom to deliverance from depression, from anxiety that had plagued me and many in my family for years. It took a while, but in that process, the Lord led me to rest. I still battle my mind going everywhere all the time. I still will talk one subject with my wife, and while we're still talking on that subject, I'm on another one. I know that it has to make her uh, a little crazy or think she married somebody crazy. I'm not always at rest in my mind. But I know if I dwell on the Lord, if I get in that word actively, not just what I remember, and I pray, I find the place of rest. Start pursuing Jesus and you'll find rest. I'm going to pray for you to find rest here in just a moment, but I want to invite you next Sunday here at Victorious Living Church is the monthly global Sunday. I'll be preaching, we'll be ministering, giving updates on what's happened this summer so far through Victorious Living International, continuing to talk to you about partnership and talk to you now with our sights set solidly on November for our trip to the Philippines. It's exciting. We have two trips coming up. One uh, next week, Pastor Brent, the senior pastor of Victoria's Living Church, will be traveling to Mexico. We're going to pray over him next Sunday. He leaves the day after that. He's traveling with a good friend of ours. We're thankful that he will find new doors open in Mexico for Victoria's Living International and VLC. And we're going to help fund some of that. If you want to help him, he's, he's also available um, on his Facebook pages for you to find out how to help him with that trip to Mexico. In November, we're going back to the Philippine Islands, and we will be taking a medical team of four to five doctors, uh, five or seven nurses, several helpers, and preachers. We'll be holding mass crusades, city rallies in four locations, a four-city swing with daily medical outreaches. This is a tens of thousands of dollars investment between us and Church of the Harvest in Olathe, Kansas, and uh, their many campuses. And I'm excited to be with Pastor David Freck again as we travel to where it all began for us for another impactful crusade in several new areas of the Philippines. I'm going to be asking you to help us to meet the needs financially, but most importantly to pray. And if you'd like to come along, we still have some openings. We need to get your name in now so that we can make preparations for our teams as we prepare to travel in November. It's a 12-day trip. Um, it's rather long for many people I know, but it is well worth it seeing some of the greatest people on earth, and watch God do miracles and bring souls into the kingdom. God is moving mightily in several places around the world, and Mindanao is one of those. Well, God bless you. I love you. Father, in the name of Jesus, bring peace to every person. May they find rest in you, rest for their souls, rest in their hearts. I thank you, Lord, that today we can trust in you. If our mind is stayed on you, our thoughts are stayed on you through the word of God and prayer, we will find the place of rest. Give each one that is heavy laden, heavy burdened, and is in toil and turmoil today rest. In the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Well, God bless you. Share this with someone. Subscribe to my podcast, Victorious Living with Bishop Ed Akers. I also will have blog. I have a blog out there. I'll put all those addresses on this feed and uh, up on our, we on our websites too. We have Instagram, social media, uh, Facebook. Just about everything. Uh, connect with us in some way. And 
help us as we spread the gospel of the victorious living nature of Jesus Christ around the world and around this nation. Well, God bless you. I'll talk to you again this week or next. And uh, may you find rest for your soul. Remember these words in 1 Corinthians 15, 57. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you.